0: ago will fuller the texans wide receiver announced on instagram that he is being suspended six games for violating the nfl's ped policy and the suspension extends into next season as well and will fuller's 2020 season is over and he's also going to miss a game in 2021 which could be for the houston texans or more likely for someone else and welcome to another episode of the turn up for what podcast talking your Houston Texans, straight from the great British Isles, just a quick express edition this week, I just want to talk a bit about the PEDs and the two players that this team has lost, I think, first and foremost, the two players that are the best at their position, at wide receiver and cornerback with Bradley Roby. And as it relates directly on the field as we travel to Indianapolis this week, is that we have... No one else to play at corner. Roby was the only guy who could hold in man coverage, and now we've lost that ability. So you've got to hope at this point now, surely John Reed gets some snaps. The rookie's not played all year, bar the first half in Kansas City, with a forced suspension of Lonnie Johnson when he didn't, well, he used social media prior to the game and didn't follow team policy on that. So the... The issue is I think really For the Texans Here is You know You've got a chance To play John Reid I think you may be Be careful with him And and, and Not necessarily Play him outside But you there is a chance There to see What this guy can do He was described As a five year veteran By Anthony Weaver In the off season But yet we've not Seen him on the field So hopefully This team can Can work it Way out at corner now. a wide receiver The The Position group change in a matter of weeks is dramatic when you think of Randall Cobbs on IR when he hurt his toe on that touchdown against New England. um, So he will not be back maybe for the next Colts game. But he's out. And then Kenny Stills um, is gone. And I think, you know, I talked about that with Mike Meltzer the other, you know, a couple of weeks ago the theory that Kenny's head wasn't in it. I thought it was clear from the sidelines that he didn't want to be there. The way he was kind of walking around with a baseball cap, you know, the, the body language, the facial expressions of players that are injured are are one of disappointment because they want to be out there in the field. And that was clear, Kenny didn't want to do that. He didn't want to be here. And Aaron Wilson, Houston Chronicle was quoted on their podcast saying that he didn't want to be here dis- despite or, or in- inclusive of the fact he wasn't getting any snaps. He still didn't want to be here. And that wasn't the main driving issue. And I don't think he wanted to be here all year. And I think O'Brien missed a trick there at the start of the season where after the arrest, it could have been an easy out from, we could have cleared 7 million from the salary cap and said, Kenny, I think it's best if you sit out this year. If you're thinking about it, we support you. Rather than trying to convince the guy to play. Now, the guy hasn't been picked up on, on waivers. We do not save that 2 million that was still out. And now we're short of a wide receiver. So therefore, we only have... Brandon cooks at the minute. Second seconded by Kiki Q T, who's not played a lot of ball, but you can play. And then perhaps your third wide receiver. I don't even think about Isaiah Coulter at this stage because he wasn't even active on on Thanksgiving. Stephen Mitchell was, so. There is a you know there's a thought that Stephen Mitchell, who didn't play a lot of snaps and famously came in for Stills injured in the London game, tripped and fell when it was just a floated pass for a sure touchdown to go and take the lead against Jacksonville in the first half. So, you know, there's not a huge amount of, of, uh, of on-field positivity to come out of this, nor would you expect it to be when you lose two of your best players. However, people will blame the players Roby and, and Fuller for being caught for PEDs and that is right the, you know, the NFL uh, Players Association has you know, stickers up in the, and posters up in the, the locker room to say you, know, you are ultimately responsible for what you put in your body and that's right the ultimate responsibility does lie on the players whereas the issue for me is when there is, if it was one player then fine when it's two players, I think that then sheds some light back onto the organisation the football operations department. Now they've officially been put on the suspended list. There's yet to be any clear statement or condemnation from the team when that'll happen or if that'll happen in an effective manner, it will remain to be seen. You know, whether the players will come out and make comment on it, you know, will, you know, to Watson say, I'm disappointed by the fact I've lost, you know, my best receiver and you know what was the ailment I don't know um, we'll we'll see uh, there was no clear indication of what that was both guys suffered suffered uh, soft tissue injuries last year missed time this year have largely been available I think you know people could easily point to Will Fuller and say put on weight and maintain speed if not in, you know improve his speed this season as games went on you know after the early part of the season where you know nobody looked effective so whether, you know, whether they, they knew about this, the team, I don't know. But ultimately, the football operations department is run by Jack Easterby at this present moment. And will anybody in the building be accountable? I don't think they will. In a normal circumstance, you think there'd be an investigation. What happened here? Why did these guys take, this, uh, take these supplements? And why did they not check with team doctors? You know, why are we not closer to our players as people, you know? And so... I think that's born out of the the hard love coaching that O'Brien, you know, put in, and I think there's still an element of that in the building because it's still the same coaching staff. But I think you know these are twenty something millionaires, and they do need a bit of guidance. And I'm not trying to absolve them in any way, but I think if it was you know if this team was run impeccably in all aspects, then you could say yeah, it must have been a blip on the radar. These two guys have gone off piste, taken something from said doctor you know, off whatever highway, and uh, and it's helped them avoid soft tissue injuries. Now, the problem is for these guys, if they are to be caught again with this, it's a 17-game uh, suspension. I think you've got two very different interesting facets with both players' contract. Roby's guaranteed money is now void, so... Will he be back next season? It certainly gives next year's coaching staff a way to get out of that contract if they want to move on and try and upgrade that position that we've struggled with so for so long. It would seem implausible right now because you think we've not got anybody there, so to get rid of one of the few guys that can actually play might not make sense, but it might well be the, the angle that the next coaching staff go down, depending if they fit the system, if they want to play predominantly more zone scheme uh then you you've got a chance that you know that bradley Roby predominantly a man-to-man corner might not you know be value for that 13 million so he's lost his guaranteed money and bonuses so the coach you know coaching staff can get rid of him with next to no dead cap money. Will Fuller obviously being a free agent going in this season, just talked a couple of days ago with Cody Davis about, you know, the contract situation. Now that has changed completely, you know, a guy who was probably playing himself into a $15 to $17 million range, if not more, depending on how desperate a, a team with big salary cap space came in and wanted to rebuild their Wide receiving core around a player like Fuller, so he has potentially lost himself in earnings. You know, and for next season, he's already lost himself three million out of the fifth year option. So, a bad move. You know, financially for Will, and he'll regret that. That you saw an outpour of emotion and support from his teammates. So, Will, those. You know, was it a genuine mistake? You know, it, it could possibly have been, but ultimately, you know, it's uh, it it's put him in a bad spot when he was having a great year. And it takes a lot of momentum off the field. Now, longer term, you know, does Deshaun want him back? Will other teams take a chance at him? It might limit his market out with the building. So the Texans have got a chance to maybe get him from a Robbie Anderson S deal in the 10 to 12, $13 million mark uh, per annum. On um, well, perhaps a limited deal, but with plenty of clauses of P- future PEDs because if he's out he's no use to the team so he's a risk for anybody he's probably least of a risk for the Texans so you'd like to see him back um and it'll be interesting to see how you know the new coaching staff take on roby but certainly a disappointing day for the Texans in terms of in terms of the PEDs it, now i think that the bigger question for the upcoming games is how does that impact the and the further strain that puts on watson when you take his best receiver out, if you look at the numbers and the analytics, Fuller isn't really replaceable in this scheme because nobody, you know, nobody quite does the role that he's asking to do. So, so do they then put Brandon Cooks on the perimeter and ask him to play the Fuller role and stretch the field? And then are they able to, to? to bring in somebody else to to, uh, to go and take that underneath stuff and sit down in the zones and, and lots of crossers and, and, and the kind of role that he's played um, and then be the secondary deep threat. If they can do that, you know, Stevie Mitchell has got speed, Isaiah Cooler could be that guy. Uh, but I think, as I said earlier, I think he'll be fourth. He'll likely be fourth on this depth chart. So the Texans need to find a way to get their tight ends involved, to change the offence, to finally force perhaps Tim Kelly to use the running backs in the passing game, both of what Duke and David excel at. So hopefully there is a change in the offence again, but it will have to ask to be evolved, it will have to ask to improve itself mid-season again, which is not easy. And the biggest frustration for most is just when the last two wins seemed like there was momentum building in Texans' favour, this happens and we're back at square one. So more challenges for the offseason, making that rebuild a readjustment of this roster to make it competitive again in 21. Just got that a little bit more difficult this week. But thanks again for listening. Please check out and download, share and review the podcast online and we'll hopefully speak to you with a Colts win next week.